Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sands Pants Radio. Australia's most five-thumbed podcast network. Just a quick disclaimer. We are not medical doctors, therapists, or dietitians. So please check with an allied health professional before making any changes. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Super Gym Friends. I'm Joel. I'm Adam. And I'm Zach. And this week in Fit Zach. Basics of Gym Goals, Part 3, Strength Building. Strength, okay. How do I build that up? Like a Hulk. (laughs) So you need lots of... You either need to be the only survivor from a planet Uh with a red sun... Or okay, so I have lots to... of radiation. All right, so <laughs> okay, can be a superhero. All right, so how do I how do I get mus- muscles? Ooh, look at me, set be, it right this time. Be, yeah. be proud of me, Adam. I yeah. have to fight everything. Building Super up, proud of you. <laughs> That's how I've been describing muscles like some kind of maniac. Zamet, I'm as proud as you as my father is of me. Okay. <laughs> so very so, proud. So we I've have healthy relationships with only that dad. <laughs> uh, so how do how do I build up muscles like uh, a Henry Cavill? Well, when it comes to strength building, it's mm. a little bit different than our muscle growth. So we talked about hypertrophy <laughs> in the last episode, but big muscle, please, big uh, strength, right? Zach, sorry, hypertrophy. Adam, I swear to God. How come he can say bullshit, but I can't? Yeah. Your bullshit hurts me. I got to edit this. Yeah, but your bullshit hurts me. Yeah, yeah but, but you don't have to edit this. You listen to this once. <laughs> um, I say hypertrophy once, and you're like, well, and that's well. At least I don't have to if do that again. Closer. <laughs> so, all right. So, big muscles uh, are not, do not always equate to big strength. So, the they are somewhat interconnected, but they're not directly linked. So we can. What you'll find is that the people who are the strongest in the world mm-hmm. are not the ones who are the biggest in the world. So See, you look at like the bodybuilding stage. Yeah, those guys up there, absolutely strong as hell. Mm-hmm. But 
they're not the strongest. They're not I the f- strongest people in the I world. I feel like I've seen this though, because like literally the other day when we were at the gym, I, you weren't there, Zamet. You mm. had other. <laughs> I had cat related issues. Yeah, I was you, dealing with. You were dealing with other things. Um, I'm sure people who listen to Why Am I Sad will find out or <laughs> already know. So, uh, yeah, when Zach and I were at the gym, there was someone who also worked there, and you were just spotting him, helping him out while we were doing our thing as well. Do you remember? Yes, yeah. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching him lift heavy weights. They were very heavy, Zamet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, I, as I was, as he was lifting them, I was like, he's not thick. Like he's not. He he was muscular. Yeah, but, but he not wasn't like, like thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't like bodybuilder thick. Yeah. But I was watching him lift these heavy weights. Zach's sort of shaking his head a little bit. All I'm saying is, I was shocked at the power I saw from muscles that were not. Bulging. As big not as bumpy. yeah, yeah, well, not as big as I'd thought. It's interesting that you say that. Yeah, the premise is right. Mm-hmm. The example is not is is kind of wrong, unfortunately. So okay. um, that was one of the guys from the gym, Mark. Lovely soul. Yeah, great guy. He is a bodybuilder. In fact, he's a natural bodybuilder. Yeah. So that's kind of where that distinction might be a little bit lost. What is a natural bodybuilder? Natural bodybuilder is somebody who is not taking any steroids. Right. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they need a separate term for it. <laughs> oh, no, oh like... God. Oh. Right? That was like, okay. They need a separate term for it, and the term is not bodybuilding. We have bodybuilding, we have natural bodybuilding. So is that... Is that, is that oh, him? my God. Wow, I never realised how deep I am in the industry until oh you guys are God. laughing at this fact. I'm like, doesn't everybody know that? Oh, uh, sometimes no. you're so deep. Oh, wow. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I've had the exact same thing. Sometimes you're so deep into something, you don't realize what you don't realize what you take for granted. Oh, no. Yeah, so Mark is actually, like, for a natural bodybuilder, incredibly muscular guy. Like, I he do has not want to... Yeah, I do not want to... Uh, Mark was muscular. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I definitely came off the wrong way here. Mark is muscular. He just was lifting weights that seemed too big for his muscles. Yeah, obviously, like, yes. obviously he was lifting them, so, so they weren't. I'm so, just saying, I was shocked at how little muscle, how much little muscle. So can do. I, I guess we've been yeah. conditioned. How much in, how little muscle can do? Yeah, whatever. People know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess we've been conditioned in, in sort of, I guess, like get superhero films or any kind of just action film where yeah. it's like you need a certain level you need of Chris big. Evans. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is what you do to like lift a thing. When in reality, <laughs> it's I guess not. So funny. To think that I just, just want to say for all the powerlifters yeah. listening, be mad at them. Don't message me. <laughs> I'm going to try and bring this We're back idiots. on, but They're you guys mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> be we don't know them, shit about fuck. Come on now. Speaking <laughs> of getting mad though, Chris Evans must be so mad at be- being like, God damn it, I don't even want to be this big, and I don't have to be this big to do these things. <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah. The worst of all worlds. Wow, yeah. Didn't even think about yeah. that. Because it's just like, you know, you got to bench press whatever. And it's just like, I don't have to get like these, like gorilla titties. I can just do that with this, but I have to look big as well. But yeah, so, so strength well, doesn't yeah. equal big. Okay. They, it's, it's, it's complicated. So mm-hmm. they are somewhat connected, but not directly linked. So it's not yeah. just a simple like, oh, what, the shades of grey? Indeed, it's just come on, make me yeah. make me healthy. Go on, Zach. <laughs> well, I'll give you guys some good examples yeah. of like both ends of the spectrum. So some of the strongest people, like some of the powerlifters, are uh, so world's strongest deadlift at the moment is Thor Bjornsson. 
Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen him. I think he may have been oh, yeah. on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, the mountain. That was the mountain. The mountain. No, oh, so he's yeah, separate from him, the yeah. mountain. Damn. Mountain's okay. a different person, but like very oh. similar, like um, very Zeke? similar builds. Yeah. yeah. Just tall as all shit. Is Thor his actual name? Yeah, it's ha- like his, half Thor like Bjornsson. His parents looked at him, named him Thor, and then he looked at his name and was like, well, I guess I've got to get big. Like, it's technically half Thor, but like Thor is in his name. Like all right, like, all right. No, I know it's pretty half, ridiculous. Half Thor, then his parents are off the hook. That's like a more normal <laughs> name. Oh, well, Thor is also, I'm sure, a normal Nordic name. But it's just, it felt like his parents and he had an un- unwritten they agreement. Knew. Yeah, they knew. Be like, look at this giant <laughs> baby that is going to power lift. Look at it already doing squats. <laughs> <laughs> baby picks up the mom. X <laughs> came out of the womb, fucking yeah, squatting. Oh yeah, this <laughs> came out of the womb doing a chin up on its umbilical cord. Yeah, so do that. Strongest yeah. deadlift. Mm. Absolutely ridiculously muscular guy. Like what's the deadlift? How much? Uh, I think it's five hundred one kilos at the moment. So that's like he beat Eddie Hall's five hundred kilo lift by one. <laughs> by one, it was. It's such what a pissing a piece contest. Of shit. No. Oh, a, I know. No, no. Wait, where did Not he get a, a half piece of shit? Ki- that's great. Where the fuck did he get a half kilo plate? I've never seen that before. <laughs> Look, when you're lifting five hundred ki- uh, and one kilos. You have so many people around you that you can get a hold of a one or a half a kilo plate. I would have put half a kilo of bananas on either but end, like, and then I would have eaten the bananas after I did it. To be honest, <laughs> if you saw that lift, like so watch Eddie Hall's, that man is struggling for yeah, that five hundred. Yeah. Like Fuck. it is, it is a grindy rep. And, and Thor, Thor does it one handed. It's yeah. fucking buttery smooth. Like it is so smooth. Oh, you're like, oh, cool. Much- he could have stacked on another like <laughs> couple of kilos no, at I, least. I get it. 501 is great because oh, you're it's like, such I a- don't need it's to. Funny. I don't it's need funny. to go any further. I, well, here's the I funny- could do 510. Who, no. who was the last record holder? Eddie Hall. It would be funny if he did 502. Yep. That's what <laughs> you want. Wow. Slow creep. That's well, what I want. No, you can't do 502. 502 is a piece of shit move. You got to be a big jump. Yeah. Well, they are going to. It's the most. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. But they're going to box each other now. Jesus. Yeah. Everyone's doing oh, it's, that now. I know. It's such like a ploy for. It's a cash grab. 100%. Yeah. That being said, I want to watch a boxing match. Oh, I want to watch a boxing match between two of the strongest people on the planet. Now I want to watch a YouTuber get the shit. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch a YouTuber I hate. I've just oh, absolutely yeah. pasted on the fucking pavement. Pavement. <laughs> Let's call him out. Boxing. Yeah, who are you going to box from YouTube? Uh, who am I going to box? Yeah. Uh, who can we take? I don't think I can take any YouTuber yeah. that's currently boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there yeah, like a 12-year-old <laughs> Fortnite player? Oh, actually, you <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's like... Toys Reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's probably aged what, up a little bit. He's like 12. Yeah. Uh, Bowl's probably getting on in years. Let's start bagging out his films and he'll come box us. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. my God. Anyway, so you oh I feel like so Yui Ball was a, a director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few he, um, he directed Blood yeah. Rain with Sir Ben Kinsley in Sorry, it. who? Sir Ben Kinsley. No 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 who who cares? Oh, oh, no, oh, 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 oh sorry, that was that was actually rude, a little bit. Rude. Rude. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's talk more about Yui Ball. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. Sorry. T- uh, this week's movies will be. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so big does not necessarily equal strength. Is yes. that what we're getting at? Mm. So the biggest person in the world yep. is not the strongest, mm-hmm. and the strongest is not the biggest. Okay. That being said, the biggest person is very strong, and the strongest person is very, very big, big. Mm-hmm. but they're not like one extreme does not equal yeah. the other extreme as well. Okay. That makes sense. So the reasons for that is Actually, because. No, but go on. It will. It will. 
Maybe. Uh, <laughs> the reason for that is the way we achieve certain goals depends on the way that we train as well. Mm-hmm. So the very, like bringing it down to its most basic level, the two things that we need to grow strength is we need to be in a caloric surplus. So going back to our recent episodes, caloric surplus is when we are eating more calories than our maintenance. Our body Mm -hmm. has a certain amount, which it needs just to stay the same. We need to be giving it more than that. So it has already done extra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We've got part one down. Oh yeah. Nailing that. So that it has extra fuel to convert into either strength or muscle to like specifically choose strength. Or how does, Muscle. I understand muscle because mm-hmm. yeah. the calories become we. It's food for the muscle. Yep. But how do we convert it into strength? Well, the way that like strength and muscle works. So muscle mass, the way that it develops is we create microfiber tears. Mm-hmm. As they heal, they grow and they grow bigger. Mm-hmm. And the little calories get stuck in the holes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yep. That's, that's exactly. not inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. hmm. All the experts on muscle protein synthesis would would suggest otherwise. It's kind of almost what happens. <laughs> I can accept kind of almost. <laughs> yeah. Whereas for strength gain, mm. what it is is you increase the maximal contractile capacity of the muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. So the amount that that tissue Whoa, can hang contract. On. Wait, I said mm-hmm, increases. Slow that down. Break that down for me, Barney style. Maximum. Maximal. Maximal. Contractile. Con- what? So the maximum amount. Up. So contractile, like the muscle's ability to shorten. Okay. Yep. So a, can a bigger muscle get shorter because it's got more space? It's got more to shorten? Uh, Is that how it works? No. Yes. Essentially, yes. It's not inaccurate. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> Essentially, yes. So the reason okay. that... So it's kind of... These are the links where mm-hmm. if you only did strength-based training, mm-hmm. you would not get as strong as if you do mainly strength-based training with some accessory work for hypertrophy. The bigger you are, the stronger you can be. Okay, so it's like there's a limit... You, yep. Your muscle has, like, a limit for how strong it can be. Yep. In this, You're, like, amount of muscle that yeah. you have here, there's a limit to it. So, I, it's... All right. So, if I were to put it into terms that I could understand, it's like... Uh, I, I don't know. Say my muscle right now has, out of 50, that's how strong it can be. 50 units of strength. Yep. St- strong. Love or whatever. And then, right now, maybe I'm at 30... Mm -hmm. And I could push it up to 50, but it can't go any more than 50 until I build more, giving it a little bit extra space. In this magical world, like, yeah, unfortunately, like, there's no circumstance where you could get up to 50 without having a little bit more muscle mass growth. Like, you can't not gain muscle when you gain strength. But, like, in this this scenario, like, that is what's... Okay. Yeah, we'll keep it in that hypothetical. So, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the similar thing, like there's the inverse applies for muscle hypertrophy as well, where there is a limit to how much muscle you can grow with how strong you are. Mm-hmm. So say you have 50 units of strength, yeah, you can only grow 50 units of muscle with that as well. So you can say you're at 30 now, mm-hmm. if you continue to stay with 50 units of strength, you could get up to that 50 units of muscle but then you wouldn't be able to go beyond that without increasing your strength. So both they tie. That's what I mean. Like yeah. they're connected, but they're not directly correlated because 
like specificity comes into play where we need to be specific to what our goals are to maximize the progress for that goal. All right. I think I understand. It feels like uh I was going to say splitting hairs, but that's not really what it is. It's it it's not uh it's just like uh I don't know. I, I it feels like now that we're getting like more and more down the same lane or whatever in this thought process. It feels like the topics are so close that I can't tell the difference, but I know that doesn't mean there isn't a difference. That's this is like that is that is training. Yeah, well, I think it's more that that's kind of the mechanisms are going to be difficult to tell the difference. Yeah, at least initially. But the way that you train, there's very clear differences. Mm. So, going oh, uh, yes, sorry, sorry, I I I meant something else, but I keep interrupting you. Please keep going. No, no, no. Like, what's your what's your oh, question? I I I just uh, I I guess what I'm thinking in my mind is that it's like the sort of thing where you know the difference because you know mm. about this topic <laughs> but for me i'm like these two I've things seem very briefs. similar and you're like no they're very different and i'm like well they seem very similar but i'm yeah. sure you're right is it well, okay is it sorry to maybe put my smooth brain into this yeah um <laughs> is it kind of like let me finish <laughs> all right is it kind of like ice cream so with the fact that so mm. yes adam no, 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 I'm just joking. <laughs> so, with certain like more expensive ice cream, it's a lot denser. Uh-huh. So it, it's in a smaller tub, like a Ben and Jerry's, the kind of thing, or they they didn't they generally don't pump as much air into it, so it looks smaller, but it's dense, and so there's actually like it's more like calorie rich, whereas like cheaper ice cream will pump a shit ton of air into it, so it's lighter and it looks like there's a lot more, and it's cheaper. But it's actually not as cal- calorie dense as, say, the smaller tub. Is that it? That's pretty <laughs> damn good analogy. That's like okay, cool. fuck. Losing me <laughs> yeah. bumbling over here like an idiot. So it's it it's definitely along. a little bit of like muscle density. Like you uh-huh. can oh. also, I guess, cheap ice cream is better for you. <laughs> it, it looks better, yeah, because it's full no, of air. Well, mm. yeah, but it's better for you then because it's full of air. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Yeah, so essentially, like, denser muscle is going to have a higher contractile force, mm. which is what you want for strength growth. Okay. Obviously, there's, like, individual differences as well. On top of that, to increase it as well, it comes down to our, like, uh, energy systems as well. Energy systems is, like, a huge topic, and that's definitely one for, like, a whole other episode. But mm-hmm. just to briefly touch on it, for strength, we are really optimizing our body's ATPPC, which is adenosine triphosphate, and PC is phosphocreatine system. Don't worry about that. We'll get. We'll go down into the weeds of energy systems later. Okay. But just know that that is high, high contractile force mm-hmm. for a very short period of time. So for the average person, it's normally like maximal force. Mm-hmm. So the most force your body can ever produce for one to three seconds. Okay, cool. Whereas. So that's for strength, whereas hypertrophy uses our ATPPC system Mm -hmm. for those first few seconds, but then it relies more dominantly on our anaerobic energy system, which is... Oh, God. How how deep do we want to go with this? (laughs) Anaerobic and um, exaerobic. Exaerobic is explosive short force. Anaerobic is long-form short bursts. No. So it's, it's still... It's from about that, like, three to five seconds to 60 seconds mark-ish. That's the longer one. It's the middle one. Oh, it's so there's a middle short. one. Okay. It's still short. 
Yeah. Um, and so it's glycolytic. So glycolysis is the process of breaking down glucose, which is carbs. That's why the carb anti-carb diet or like, uh, what is it? Keto? Atkins, keto, those kind of things. Yeah. It's kind of like you're shooting yourself in your foot because we need carbs to have these powerful bursts of energy. Carbs are the usable form of fuel mm-hmm. when we do exercise. So right. it's that still short bursts, high energy, but just le- a little bit less so than ATPPC. Okay. And then we have aerobic glycolysis, which is- more car- that's your cardio okay but we don't we'll go we'll <laughs> dive deep into them later but just know that when we do mm. very powerlifting style training when we're trying to build up that strength we are optimizing the ability of our atppc system mm-hmm. whereas muscle hypertrophy is more tailored towards that anaerobic as well okay so getting back to to strength and we want to build up our strength and this is like i have a goal of not looking like say a hulk but being like i just want to be strong Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't we all? Yeah. Which one? What? Oh, oh well. <laughs> I thought we had Both. to pick. Why not? Um, uh, like, okay. we can, yeah, you can, <laughs> here's the thing. You can be very strong mm-hmm. and very big, but you cannot optimize for both. Okay. So it means, like, you can't be your maximum strength, like, the maximum strength potential that your body has and the maximum muscle growth potential that your body has. Okay. So you can Work choose one on or the both, other. But you can't maximize both. Exactly. You've only okay. got so many points. Yep, and you Strength got to con. gotcha. Got to put them into, <laughs> put them into one or two. All right, okay, yep. okay that makes okay, that makes wow. sense. Strength and con is axerobic. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, what is axerobic? All right, I know I'm getting the terms wrong, but there's the <laughs> there's the exercise that's like short form but big explosions, like lots of power packed into small time, and then there's the type of um, exertion that's like long. So there's two of the explosive forms. The two explosive forms are the ATPBC and mm-hmm. anaerobic. And then the long form is aerobic. Yeah, aerobic. Yeah. Aerobic and what's the other one? Anaerobic. Anaerobic. Aerobic and anaerobic. Yep. Why did aerobic they make them so close? Why? Why did they do that? Well, because, because they're, they're both forms. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both the same thing. Just like, don't yeah. ask questions you don't want answers to. <laughs> like flammable and inflammable. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so if I come to you as I am now, um, a bit chunky, have, and I'm like, all right, I want to improve my strength. I don't really care yep. too much about the whole like looking good or whatever. I, I assume that will come in time yeah. if I build up my strength anyway, and I really just want to focus on strength. Like, what, what, how do we do it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially what it comes down to is the rep schemes that we're training with. That's it. So this is where the real difference comes in. Mm-hmm. So for strength growth, they're like – Without getting too deep into it, like the very surface level idea is that your strength rep schemes are between one and five reps. That's where you're going to optimize the amount of strength that your body can develop. Whereas our hypertrophy is more that like eight to 15 sort of reps. So they're the basic differences, that one to five. Mm. That is going to be... So, you know, when we do like our sessions together... And we do that, like, so say when we did walking lunges, you feel that real, like, tightness and, like, Mm -hmm. soreness in the muscles. You will not feel that as much, or if not at all sometimes, when we do strength-based training, because you're not wearing down the muscle tissue, Mm -hmm. you're wearing down the amount of energy Mm -hmm. that is being, like, burnt in your body. Like, you're just using a lot of energy rather than, like, using the muscle tissue continuously. All right, so say so for us, because we you know, have like a, um, a home gym which doesn't have a lot of stuff into it, so we tend yep. to do, say, five sets of, say, 15 reps. And so that's building up our strength? 
Or is that building up our... It's optimizing for hypertrophy work. And hypertrophy is... Muscle growth. Muscle growth. Okay. So... Okay, so it's le- less weight, but more is building up muscle. Yep. And so, and then higher weight, but less rep is strength. Definitely. Cool. That's the stuff. And so with that, you'll be doing pretty similar intensities as well. So like trying to hit that RPE, so rate of perceived exertion, scale mm-hmm. of one to 10, trying to hit that RPE of like eight or nine with four or five reps and eight or nine with that 15 reps as well. So it's like you're still trying to get to those high intensities because that's where we make that progress is where we push our bodies yeah. to the limit. But it's just like in a different amount, like different levels of reps. On top of that, what's really important to know is that when you're doing strength-based training, you want to take long-ass rest breaks. Like okay. I'm talking like bring your blanket into the gym and pillow because <laughs> you're going to be like sleeping on that bench press. So to really optimize the output that your body can have, I've seen, like, I've done myself upwards of, like, eight, ten minutes. Not sometimes deliberately, sometimes just because I like having a chat to people. Yeah. But um, really trying to get that to really optimize it, about mm. five minutes between sets is okay. going to allow you to, because we're using, like, so much energy for that such short period of time, it allows you to restore that energy into the muscle tissue before you hit it again. Okay, um, because I have dumb brain a lot. So generally when it's just like, okay, I'll do a, a set and then I'm like, oh, I don't really, I want to kind of either get it done or if I want to fit this into a certain amount of time. And so yep. you kind of end up being like, it's been 20 seconds or it's been 30 seconds. I'll just go into it again. Oh, I am so tempted so what, often. What are the negatives of that? Well, I think the difficulty that you guys have with the setup that mm-hmm. you have in here is that it's very difficult to overload your exercises properly. True. So get them to that higher intensities. Mm. I think we definitely have trouble with legs doing that. I, yeah. When we're doing squats, I'm like, the 20 kilo weight is just not enough Oh, it's for nothing. Me anymore. Like, what yeah. do we squat? You and me had a session two days ago. What do we... I think you squatted I like... I was squatting up to 60 60 or 70? Yeah. 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 So it's like 20 kilos versus 60 kilos is a big difference. You notice the difference. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And like when you're not overloading your muscles, like when you're not pushing it to that eight or nine, your muscles are not going to be tired enough that you feel like you need to take the rest. Is there anything we can do to with knowing that we really only have the 20 kilo weight and maybe we could try to hold another plate, but uh, I'd be scared of dropping it on my own toes. Um, (laughs) Is there anything we can do like maybe going slower as we come up or more reps? Yeah, so there's a few different, like, more advanced principles that you can do. So there's, like, more reps is a way to do it, Mm -hmm. but it's also, like, I know you're already doing high reps for each of your sets, and once you hit that, like, 15, you kind of, like, to go above it is you're getting more into the cardio's territory. Yeah, right. And so... The danger. The danger like, zone of the cardio. The badlands. <laughs> yeah. Cardio badlands. Oh, no, we... My name is Max. None and shall my pass. Wo- <laughs> my name is Max, and my world is hits. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like... So I did, like, um, yeah, the leg stuff today, and it was holding a 20-kilo weight, doing a squat, and being like, 15, I could do easily five I know. More. I yeah. could do, like, back-to-back yeah. sets. Like, we squat... You squatted, like... 80 or 90, like yeah. last time we squatted. We, you, I think it was 90 kilos yeah. we went. So, like, that's not a lot, like, to go from 90 to 20. Like, that's your potential. I'm sure you felt on that session, like, you were fatigued after a set, right? Mm. 
Yeah. Like we pushed it hard. You felt like you needed a rest. Yeah. Whereas this, it's kind of like, exactly. Oh, I do 15. It's just, I guess, the, the exercise of, um, I guess, sit, standing and sitting up, that is what's puffing me out. <laughs> but yeah. like holding the weight, it's just kind of like. Yeah, exactly. So that's why up. it's like. Carrying 90 kilos, whatever. All this sitting down and standing up. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm trying to push you guys to get like more expect, into the gym. Kind get of into the gym, gym, because okay. then you have those options. You can do. There's like more variety that we can do with training, but we can also like yeah, actually right. push some proper weights because that's where progress is actually going to be made. Okay, yeah. in, ter- in terms of progress, the fact that like you know we've gone from like zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are doing, you know, arguably like smaller weights, but we're still doing something. Yeah, moving around, doing things. What are the benefits there? That is an incredibly difficult question to answer. <laughs> Maintenance? Are we at least keeping where we're at? We're not falling back? Or are we adding more? Because the whole idea of like, here's the the caloric maintenance that we need, the fact that we're actually doing something. Yeah. Are we kind of upping our maintenance level? <laughs> can our muscles get strong lazy? Yeah. So our muscles can still lift twenty the twenty kilo weight, but our muscles are like, yeah, but we we're gonna we're gonna blow out to a block of flats no matter what you're doing, you idiot. Yeah, well, so this is where like the principle of overload is really important. So yeah. what overload means is that you're pushing your body beyond a threshold that it is comfortable with. The fact that you're finishing a set mm-hmm. and you're like, I could just go like yeah. again means that you're not pushing the body beyond that overload point mm. and mm. only progress is made, like real progress. Like there might be the most piddly little bit that occurs. Mm. Obviously, any movement is better than no movement. Mm. Moving around, it's always better for you to move. If this is the only thing that you can do, continue to do it, it's going to be better for you than nothing. Okay. But if we really want to make like proper progress, not even optimal, just like proper stuff, you need to be hitting that like overload threshold where you're like, you finish your set and you're like, oh, okay, I'm happy I have 60 seconds or two minutes or five minutes, whatever it is, because mm. I need that rest in between because I pushed it for this set. That's why RPE is so important because it lets me know as a trainer, it lets you know as like self-assessing, did you actually push it to that overload threshold? Did you get to that seven to nine? Mm-hmm. Mm. That seven to nine is like, that's the key to success. That's where we want to be because that's the overload. And with overload, we actually gain that progress. Without it, it's not much is really going to happen, mm. unfortunately. <laughs> but again, what if we're starting from absolute zero, though? So I guess, like, yeah, that's sort of my, my question yeah. there is like, even though like we've, you know, I've gone like, say, years or something like that without really doing any exercise or anything with the weight or even just squatting like body squats. And now I'm doing something like, is there any kind of like, is, is it is it better to do something, I guess, than nothing? But what does that equate to? It equates like the body is made to move. Mm. And it's more just like a general, you'll be a little bit better off in your day-to-day. All right. That's kind of about it, unfortunately. It? Is, it, is it at least raising that sort of maintenance level of like calories or not really? Oh, yeah. It definitely will be burning a little bit more calories because any movement mm. requires energy to do. Okay. So there is you're doing more movements than you would without it. So you will mm. be burning a little bit more calories than you would without it. Okay. Uh, Keep in mind, though, like when we're doing weightlifting style training for Mm. to burn calories. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The amount that we have to, like, force contractions in our muscles. So the reason that like a lot of power lifters are eat just insane amounts of food Mm -hmm. is because they're not doing a huge number of reps, but the reps that they're doing require so much energy because the muscle is required to contract so forcefully Mm -hmm. that the body just like pump more. It's like more, 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 more. I need more energy for this. Mm -hmm. When you're not forcing the body to have these powerful contractions, Mm -hmm it's not going to need a lot of energy to cause those contractions. Therefore, you won't be burning burning as much calories Mm -hmm. as you would if you had that heavier weight. Okay. On top of that, particularly for hypertrophy training, the reason that it's going to be really good for weight loss is because there is your body will continue to use calories, burn calories into the future, Mm -hmm. like after your session, because it requires that to recover from the session. Hmm. If you're not hitting that overload point where your body doesn't have a stimulus that it needs to recover from, you're not applying enough stimulus there for that progress to be made for it to recover properly. Hmm. So it's not going to need those calories for that. Okay. You know? It's just a few things to keep in mind. It's still going to be yeah, burning yeah, yeah. more because you're not doing as... the movement, Okay, but it's nowhere near as much as you could be if you were able to push it. Right. What happens when you are pushing it, overloading, and doing like the kind of strength training, but uh, having a caloric deficit? Like, what what does the body do? Like, if you're trying to do all this like heavy, heavy yep. lifting, but you're not eating enough. So, like, say those bodybuilders who are just like cramming in food. What if they stopped cramming in food? What would happen to them? Are they just like fatigue? Is it tired? Is it just like they're just not going to get get muscle growth? Like. All of the above. All of the above? Yeah, so essentially that brings us into a weight loss phase. So okay. it doesn't matter what you're eating, how you're eating, if you put a your body- weight loss phase. Well, not if necessarily. you want to hold the muscle. Not necessarily, though. So a weight loss phase has to have uh, the point where you eat less than your body burns. Yeah. When we go to the extremes and we're really, like we're eating 
so much less than our body's burning, that's when it becomes a bad weight loss phase. But like they can be eating like 200 calories less than what they're burning and they'll be fine. Let's just imagine The Rock, all right? Yep. So The Rock has to eat, let's say, I know this 10,000 calories. Yeah, all right, sure. 10,000 calories every day. It's a lot, but maybe. Uh, and that's his maintenance. Yep. He keeps working out throughout this entire thing. So assume mm-hmm. he's doing all of his regular exercises. Yep. He drops, uh, and I know this is probably going to be a lot, but just for the sake of the conversation, yep. he drops 1,000 calories. Mm-hmm. I know that's a lot. Yeah. I know that's a lot, but pretend it's not a lot. Pretend it's a normal amount or whatever. Yep. Is he not going to experience muscle loss because he no longer can feed his muscles? Or do his muscles, because I guess they've already got that, they don't need any more to stay as big as they are. So for the rock specifically? Yeah. Or like a hypothetical muscular person who's yeah. not on Ish. steroids. Well, all for right. Somebody give who's me not without on... steroids and then give me on because I want to know the difference. Okay. But give without steroids first. So somebody not on steroids. Yeah. What happens is when we go below what we're burning throughout a day, mm-hmm. the body need like literally needs energy from somewhere to cause exercise. If like consider it's like a phone plan. Yeah. When we we have our data limit, mm-hmm. if we do not have like oh, any I think extra, I know what if say. we don't have an extra data limit, like yeah. we don't get charged beyond it. Once we hit a point, imagine like our data limit is our body. Mm-hmm. We hit our data limit and then we don't get any more data. That would be what would happen if we can just fully conserve. So we go through the day, we burn our energy until we hit a point where our body doesn't have any more fuel in it. So it just stops and you don't move at all. Okay. That doesn't happen. No. What we do do is we get that $10 surge charge for an extra gig. Yeah. And so that we continue to move. But that $10 surge charge, it comes from the stored energy that we have in our body. This is where the weight loss occurs because it uses the fat tissue, which fat is just a stored energy. Mm-hmm. It's just calories being converted into some sort of like storage system. Okay. Fat. So it will hmm. take that fat, break it down, and through the process of breaking it down, it receives energy to continue to work throughout the day. Yeah. So really, I'm just a good saver. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. What happens, though, is when we have, like, start from a very high body fat percentage, mm-hmm. the body will just consume fat. It can also do, if we have a really optimized program and we're pushing ourselves, you can have body recomposition, which is where you both lose fat and gain muscle because there's so much excess energy stored that the body doesn't feel threatened by it. However, once we get to that, like, 15%-ish, then it will prioritize fat as your usable form of energy. However, there will also be a little bit of energy taken from the muscle tissue. So it breaks down the proteins and the muscle fibers. Mm -hmm. So you will have, for a natural lifter, a slight bit of muscle breakdown as a consequence of a deficit. There are ways that you want to... So this is like as a coach... Mm or a personal trainer, the ways that I approach training, so the specific training that I do with people, particularly around their cardio, is going to be tailored to holding on to as much muscle as possible. And the way that we approach their uh, diet is Mm. also going to be tailored to holding as much muscle as possible. Because no matter who you are, the healthiest thing for your body is to have more muscle on it. So yeah. you want to try and hold on to it as much as possible. Okay. So you will experience a little bit of muscle loss as the yep. muscles are burnt to feed the muscles. Burnt to use 
the muscles <sighs> get broken down a little bit for the energy required for your day. To move. Yeah, to, to make move. those movements. So not for to, your day, yeah. Not to build the muscles, but to move the muscles. Yeah. 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 So That's it's not getting broken down. and dis- ex- we're not distinction. Yeah. It's not like we're taking the bricks down and putting them somewhere else. It's like we're taking the bricks down and chucking them in the fire. To burn for energy. To burn yeah, for energy, if, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Essentially. I, I, I see. All right. So yep. I'm trying to find a metaphor, but then we're I feel like- to, Okay. Our house is made of wood. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we a better example. Because <laughs> brick burning I'm is like, hard. That's why I was confused. I'm like, I don't think bricks burn. <laughs> so our house is made of wood and we want to keep our house as- at a certain temperature. Yeah. And so yeah. We, we've got, we, we have a supply of firewood. We chuck it in there. Our house is lovely, but it starts dropping. And then we're like- well, if I take this inner wall out yeah. and chuck that in the fire, I'm going to be toasty. So I'm going to do that. Yep. And that inner wall just happens to be my left bicep. To go even <laughs> deeper in it, underneath the house, you have a supply of like wood logs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your fat storage. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you have, you've like put a limit where you go, I can only use 10 logs a day. Okay. And then to really, like, if you're, it's a really okay. cold day. So it's or, kind of like, I I can, there's a lot of like wood under the house, but yep. I don't want to burn through all of that because what if tomorrow we're the same problem and the next day and the next day? So I'm only going to have maybe yeah, 10 from underneath the house, yep. but that inner wall, I can, I can chip off a lot. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, that's why, particularly with calories, we take that slower approach where we don't want to go to these stupid, mm. like, what is it? What's that? Um... It's like one that's really pitched to women. It's like uh, easy eating. I don't know. Something like that. Where they go, they just put everybody on 12,000 calories. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 12,000, 1,200, which is nothing. It is an insanely low amount. The average calories for like a, f- a woman should be 2,000. Right. That is eight. And most of the people who are going on these diets mm-hmm. would be eating above that because they're a little bit overweight. That's why you do the diet. So they're getting a drop of upwards of 800 calories a day. Mm-hmm. That is an insane amount. And 800 calories is equivalent to... Let's say 150 grams of oats, a That's scoop and a half of protein powder about, mixed together. About three Big Macs. A little bit it's more. It's a little bit more than three Big Macs, but it's a bit less than four. So is it... Oh, <laughs> 10 apples. Sorry. 10 apples. Is it, is it about like a meal? Is ten apples. Is ten apples a meal for you? I could make ten apples a meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really depends on how you make your meals. Okay. I can make like very filling 250 calorie meals. So okay, then it's say, like say an average, a lot of those. So like an average meal. What, like say, that say, is just not an answer. Uh, that's not something so you can um, answer. All right, an average meal, let's call this a, I go to a cafe and I get a sandwich. Okay, and I just get like a I might. Can we just veto this part? Because like, <laughs> there is no way to know. Because like, are you using mayo on that sandwich? Are you using butter on that sandwich? Are you using avocado? Are you using meats? <sighs> what like sort of meats are you having? I vegetables. Have a change. Okay, so going back to our earlier example. All right, we've got the wood house. Mm-hmm. Got the yep. logs underneath represent fat, and we're burning. We got to keep. We got to keep the house at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. Now, same example as before. The logs that we're ordering in to go underneath the house are not meeting the demand or how many logs we're burning. Yeah. So we are eating. We are getting more logs, more fat, or whatever. But we're not fuel. Whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be fat. Mm-hmm. But now, as we start pulling at the drywall to get more wood for our fire and yep. start tearing our house down a little bit, what what in this example? is steroids. 
Great question. How does so, that affect this? There are different... F- there's so, so, so many different forms of steroids. Uh-huh. So many different stuff you can have. But the ones that most people will be thinking about mm-hmm. are anabolic steroids. So two terms to keep in mind. There's anabolic, which means muscle building or like mm-hmm. growing. Catabolic is the reverse. So it's muscle like killing. Down. Well, essentially. Um, wow. <laughs> I I joked. (laughs) So that's like muscle breakdown is like catabolism is when we break down our muscles. Why would you want steroids to break down muscles? You don't. But like it's (laughs) anabolic is not specifically. So these are things that happen in the body. These are not specifically steroids. What we have is anabolic steroids. Mm -hmm. So it's a class of steroids where anabolism, I don't know if that's a word, but anabolics is something that can occur just normally. Mm -hmm. Um, so anabolic steroids are what most people think about and what they do, all they do is increase the body's recovery capacity. So you're going to be recovering from your training a lot easier so you don't require as much energy to do that breakdown. It holds the muscle there because it's going to recover better. Okay. So in this example, is it is in in this example are steroids anabol the anabolic the one everyone typically means yep. uh, in in our house example is that a handyman coming round to every day patching the walls up patching the walls yep but all right so is he bringing wood that he is using to patch the walls or when I start tearing at them is he like no <laughs> no so it's essentially you take a little bit off the wall yeah. He patches that up and then builds you another room. Okay. Is he bringing wood? Yep. Okay. He has a little wood. Well, you give... This is such a... (laughs) We're getting too too dead and tied into this uh, analogy. But essentially what what steroids do when... It really depends how they're used. But say like Arnie's era of steroids where they cycled them better. Mm -hmm. So a lot of guys nowadays... Yeah, so you would go off steroids for a period oh, of time. Oh, I see. And yes. then you would like shrink down because your body isn't able to recover properly, so it's not going to hold on to that muscle mass. Yeah. Nowadays, people just go on it 24-7, which is why we have such a high death rate in the- Roid rage. Not roid rage, but like a big issue is blood clotting and left- vi- what, Wait, let me get this word right. Left ventricular myocardial hypertrophy. Which means the left ventricle, which is yep. the part of the heart which pumps the blood to the muscles, yeah. grows. Oh. Because steroids are not specific to just the muscle <laughs> tissue in your skeletal oh, muscle. Big no. heart. And when your heart gets really big it's, and it's pumping really hard, yeah. sometimes it just goes, oh, I pump too hard, I'm going to stop. Oh. So then people get strokes and heart attacks. Right. Normally around like that 40 to 50 is very common. You ever see that documentary? It's, it's scarishly common. The man whose arm exploded? No. Oh, Zamet. <laughs> You've got some uncomfortable. Do not Google that. Okay. Unless I'm you are ready. It is fucking body horror for those of you at home. This is an actual trigger warning. It is some body horror. Does it? So he does. His arm, arm explodes? It, <laughs> I wouldn't call it literally exploding, but you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's an explosion. And that's due to steroid use and overpumping. If you also want to watch another body horror in regards to steroids, look up Tony Huge, like, blood extraction. Tony Huge. Yeah, I know. It's it's a crazy name. It's a dumb name. He's a very interesting character. Yeah. 
Do not listen to anything he says. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's a doctor. He's not a medical doctor. Okay. Um, okay. So there's like a video of him where he, because he has like too high of a platelet count in his body because of the steroids. Mm. So his blood's really thick, which is what. <laughs> Hence the name. Is- <laughs> <laughs> he thick. Oh, um, wow. Okay. So he has to get his some of his blood extracted otherwise he like risks a stroke but the doctors i don't even know if he's in america but like the doctors wherever he's at are not allowed to do it so he's using a syringe at home and puts blood into this like bucket or like container and you watch as it very 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 quickly gets so gelatinous and like it basically becomes like a solid because it's got so much platelets in it. I've I've seen that happen when someone is like has a drop of um snake venom into blood. Yeah, that's oh, essentially yeah, what that's his blood naturally has. Well not naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That was good, Zavit. Okay. We've gone so far off strength uh, as well. Okay, yeah, that's so, so funny. Uh, going back to strength because yes. I have so many more questions with steroids that because like um, I Honestly, recently watched we'll, Icarus um, about yeah, all, all the problems. There is like a whole mini series we can do on steroids. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It's very interesting. To say the we least. do not recommend anybody use steroids. No, but we all recommend like learning about them because it's very interesting to know how the body works. Learning about them, how to use them, <laughs> where to get them. Um, no, 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 none of the above. No. So back to strength training. Um, so that those are just like heavier, heavier weights, less rep, and making and, and looking after our I guess longer our rest breaks as well. Yeah, and then to add to that, so we also want to do higher. So we want to choose specific exercises for strength. Those are going to be our compound lifts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the specific compounds which are like mainly used for our strength. So these are ones that you see in like competition, but so like the main strength movements will be bench for our like upper body deadlifts squats and then overhead press as well and then there's like a few separate ones more in like the crossfit style stuff where you have like olympic lifting and like clean and jerk Mm -hmm. things like that but i'm i know a lot more about like your bench deadlift squat overhead press clean and jerk (laughs) (laughs) um so cleanly and you jerk up what you do is just like Choose whichever lift you want to optimize in, or you like have like this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bench today, gonna squat tomorrow, gonna deadlift tomorrow, gonna overhead press next. That being your like, you start with that as your first lift of the day. Uh-huh. You do that for those like three reps, say mm-hmm. for your bench press, just on that first day, three reps of bench press. Rather than do what I would do for most of my hypertrophy work, is that three sets, maybe four. You would go five sets, eight sets, ten sets, sometimes really oh, wow. high sets. Long rest breaks, mm-hmm. low reps. So you get... So like you're doing eight sets of three yep. and you're having a 10-minute break in between, but you are loading the crap out of that bar. That is a very optimal strength progression program. Okay. It's just just do bench, at least to start. You want to add in a little bit of accessory work like mm-hmm. in between, so some flies just for that mm-hmm. to grow the muscle tissue as well. But really like your main focus is just... Lots of sets, low reps, high rest. All right. That's how you get strong. Cool. Before we end the episode, Mm -hmm. let's go over the topics or the big points that we went through. So we spoke about strength versus size. Yep. Which was? So strength is where we increase the 
contractile capacity of the mm-hmm. muscle tissue, whereas size is where we grow the muscle tissue itself. What other topics did we touch? Uh, uh, so like the on-topic one. <laughs> rep schemes. So yeah. for strength-based, we want to focus on that one to five reps. Mm-hmm. We want to have long rest breaks. So between like three and eight minutes is like really right where you want to be sitting. Mm-hmm. For volume-wise, so the sets that you want to be doing in a session is between that like five and ten. Mm-hmm. And then you want to be focusing on compound lifts, specifically bench, squat, deadlifts, an overhead press at the start of your workout, and those are your main strength-based progression movements. Okay, right. cool. And with that, so if, say I'm doing bench to start off with, what is the rest of that workout looking like? It really depends, really depends. on how you structure right. your programming, which, a little bit of a taster, we'll be talking about programming in the next episode. So stay tuned, and then you can have an, we'll give you a bit more of an idea of how to structure that. All right, cool. Well, on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Adam. And I've been Zach. Happy lifting. Thanks for listening to Super Gym Friends. Once again, we are not medical doctors, physiotherapists, or dietitians. We are, at best, bumbling fuckwits. So please check with a healthcare professional before making any changes. If you want to get in touch, send us an email at supergymfriends at gmail.com. And to continue the conversation, head on over to our Sandspans Discord or Facebook group. Links to those are in the show notes. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.